I'm clearly too close. Uh, welcome to Hattie's Silly Hour. And, oh, I didn't check. I, this is what I always, always mispronounce people's names. Oh. I should have done this before, Alistair. I don't Alistair. really know. Alistair's fine. I've I can never do really Alistair. worked it out. Yeah, Alistair's fine. This yeah. voice is Alistair Roberts. I've got that right. That's Sorry. right, yeah, definitely. Ben, are you Tajay <laughs> or Target today? Uh, today, let's go with Ben Tajay. I, li- I like Tajay. Oh, I thought you were Target. I thought you were always wanted people to know who's Target. What is the definitive? No, just Target you. Is the, the just oh, you. I like really? it. I feel oh. exotic when I'm saying it. I like the way it rolls off my tongue. <laughs> uh, well, thanks, guys. You God. were scared of it for a while, I recall. I was. I'm still, you know, you I You thought it would alienate with... people. Yeah. Yeah, I think treated with oven gloves. And the southern voice you can hear is Kieran Hodgson. Hod- Hodgson. Hodgson. A really horrible collection of consonants. Hodgson. Okay. Hodgson. Yeah. I know, sorry. I am probably the best, the, the worst radio host because I can never pronounce people's names. Um, a, a comic told a friend of mine and said, Oh, yeah, I know Hattie Ashdown. Yeah, she uh, introduced me once at a gig I was emceeing and I got the, and I completely forgot about this. And apparently I had a piece of paper and I went, Oh, this next act. Oh, he's a very good friend of mine. He's really good. It is. Oh no, it's not him. It's someone else. And it was. It wasn't oh, even no. a joke. It was like I was quite new to emceeing, and I thought it was somebody else. We, we had a, a what an intro. I was doing a show where it was like a mixed bill show, and it was all very rushed. And I got a mate of mine to compare, and I just gave him a name, and uh, he said, "Now we we have handpicked acts. We they're they're really great acts, and um, we've we've made sure that we've got the highest quality. Now this next act, he's a fantastic stand. Uh-uh. I'd say, no, it's it's a sketch double acts two women and because the name of the act was thomas hardy right like and and he was like he's a great stand-up it's thomas hardy <laughs> no it's no it's two two women <laughs> yeah it's two women sketch like two lies blooming lies women and they, they they dealt with it so professionally but Did um his, his his face was covered with eggs it must be mm. used to it in the same way that the double acts Toby two girls yes. probably have the similar thing, but they've had some japes. Yeah. Have you had any c- comedy introductions? Well, we're called Sheeps, um, the sketch group I'm in, and we're yeah. always introduced as Sheep so confidently. Really? Yeah. There's also there's a video online <laughs> where we were introduced as the Sheets. And <laughs> They've got a graphic up as well, so as, as we come on stage, you know, a little sort of graphic comes up, like, the sheets. What, what do people think that means? I mean, why would anyone... It doesn't conjure up anything in the imagination, the sheets. It you sound like a... So blank. Yeah, like a really exactly. cool New York indie band. Yeah, yeah it's kind of, I think like an avant-garde kind of happening group. You yeah. Know, the sheets. Just your brain doesn't create a picture, it just goes, OK, who are these guys? I was, I was introduced by um, quite a respectable stand-up who is very famous. And I'm not. And um, he, he really, very cleverly said, "Ladies and gentlemen," and he built up all the noise. And no, he didn't attempt my name because he, oh. he hadn't learned my name. Oh. So he very cleverly rode the wave of, of applause and noise that he generated. And 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 I thought that was quite. I have clever. to say, I have done that as an MC. If I'm not quite sure how to pronounce the surname or, or the first name, I just go. Let's get the applause going. <laughs> You just cover it yeah. over. Yeah. Um, ben, have you had any... You've had interesting I, introductions. I got in trouble with Jared Christmas, who's a, an <gasps> MC, and recently uh, recently he's become a pantomime act. No! I, I thought he did it last year as well. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah he's a, yeah, a seasoned pantomime guy. Yeah. He did it with Priscilla Presley last year. No! Yeah. 
Get out of here. She was playing that Snow White and he was I loved Jared Christmas. Because the first book I ever read was uh, Elvis and Me by Priscilla Presley. Facts about Hattie. Was it a yeah. good book? <laughs> Yeah. I was about 13. That was a, that's embarrassing. It. Well, you know, you'd call the first it Dad one... and Me, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, you've got to sell it. Like, you know, you've got to get Elvis on the Rob, title. Rob um... and Me by Kieran Hodgson. Yeah. No, Priscilla was his wife. Are you talking? That's about... his daughter. No, yeah. that was that's Lisa. Oh, ah, yeah, no, I, I thought it was his daughter as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lisa, Lisa, Lisa Marie Presley is his daughter. She's the one who weirdly got married to Michael Jackson. This is for, for the. A while. This is this. Sorts the wheat from the chaff in terms yeah. of people who've read the book and people. Who've read it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not proud. I'm not proud of it, but I wasn't very really good at re- reading when I was little, and still not really. Um, but yeah, my, we was going on holiday to I don't know Tenerife or something, and my sister went, "Oh, we got to have a book. Go on holiday. Go have a book." And that was what she advised me to read. And I've never looked back. I am addicted. It's to someone you want to read it. To you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> autobiographies. That's that's the trouble now. Which always managing. Yeah, we <laughs> were talking about autobiography. The new uh, Harry Redknapp autobiography. Always oh, managing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> brilliant! Worst worst title. Um, <laughs> actually, worst title of things maybe David Guest's "Be My Guest." Right. <laughs> Rags to Richie. Shane Richie's. That was that's in my cool. show. I did a bit in my show about it a couple of years ago. Uh, that, and uh, but there's there's have you seen a David Jason's new one. Yeah. Very lazy. My life. life. Lazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, Ferguson's is my autobiography. Yeah. Kevin Keegan's is my autobiography. My uh, my favourite one is, I think I might have it over there, is uh, Les Dennis. And it was, and it's... (laughs) Must the show go on? I mean, bless That's really nice. That's sad. That's Very great, sad. isn't it? I yeah. think I, I read Eddie Large's autobiography, something like Living at Large or something, and it was really harrowing because a lot of the later chapters talk about his heart disease and um, his, he had a full heart transplant and sort of describes what it's like to go through that. And it really, really shook me as a piece of... Yeah. As a piece of non-fiction writing. So they they do. That? They get to. Right, good. Uh, I, I think that's going to turn into a book club. It's <laughs> so brilliant. Write, write that down, Hattie. That's future. Well, what would you call your autobiographies if you... Well, when you write them, because obviously uh, you will. Mine will be called... Ben? On Target. Ah! Yes. Yeah. That's good. Already there. Already there. <laughs> Al's well that ends well. That ends yeah. sweet. That's just instant. I just thought the top of my head. So, top of my head? You know. Pretty pleased with that. Oh, Kieran, do you want a little while to have a think my about it? My struggle. <laughs> Brilliant. My <laughs> struggle to write this. Yeah. I've got to reclaim or, that. Or, or a journey. A journey's good, yeah. 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 A journey. Is that Tony Blair's? Yeah. A God, journey. that's a scary-looking book. I never want to read that. A journey. The the blurbs, all the blurb is, is on the of June 1997, I walked into Downing Street as Prime Minister. It was the only job I would ever have in government. And that's it. That's all the blurb is. Right. So mm. he's setting out a storm. Simple. Anyway, we should get on to other topics. We, I dare I say we didn't hear Ben's funny oh, yeah. Christmas story. Oh, oh, yes. Sorry, I interrupted because I went on about... Well, I'm not sure it's funny. The yeah. wrongs and rights. So he was in pantomime with uh, Priscilla Presley. Right, and you what? were there as Buttons. <laughs> <laughs> you were Buttons. I was Buttons, but I refused to be called Buttons. And, okay. uh, and, and no, no, that's not the story. <laughs> I'm not good at stories, Kieran. You can put me on the spot. Oh. I'm sorry, okay. um, I got in trouble with uh, Jared because I went up to do uh, a stand-up competition in Leicester and uh, he had to introduce us all and thought I was uh, Target, not Target. Mm-hmm. Right. And then uh, I won the competition and he was still calling me Target in front of the audience. 
afterwards. No, you won the Leicester Comedy <laughs> Festival uh, stand-up competition. There you go. I should have had more respect. Oh, yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, I, I refuse to speak to him now. It's well, become very awkward. I was in a sketch group that once failed to introduce itself properly. We had a, a member of our number who often struggled with the lines, and um, his first line, he had the first line of the show, which was, Ladies and gentlemen, we are Kieran the Joes. And one night we came on with the music and we like high-fived everyone and shook hands with the audience and we stood there. Silence fell. <laughs> and like, I had to turn and say, tell them who we are, Joe. He's like, oh yeah, we are Kieran the Joes. And um, <gasps> so there was this, um, this horrible moment of just panic from oh. all of us as, as we, we stood there waiting for some, some words to come from somewhere <laughs> that just did not. Oh, You've got to know who you are. Yeah. When you go on that stage, we make are, sure you know your name. Who are we? That's, you know, it's a tough business and you've got to know what your name is. Yeah, it's true. Otherwise you're not going to survive. You just completely blanked. You just completely... Well, we were trying to do this little funny um, physical gag where he tried to put his foot up on the on the wall, but it didn't go right. Anyway, <laughs> it okay. flunked him. It didn't get that. It was a okay. waste of time. It flunked him completely. He, tried, he did this or stamped his foot a bit and then stood there, the sweat pouring off. Oh. And I said, tell me who we are then, Joe. <laughs> yes, I remember we are Kira the Joes. I thought that was really funny. I thought it was part of it. And did you see this? Yeah, yeah, it was great. Ah. Everyone saw it. I, I saw it. I mean, everyone was impressed. Is that what made you cast him in your film, Frank? <laughs> Absolutely. Look at my link. Uh, yeah, yes. Look I, at my segue. I, I can think on the spot like that. I, well, no, I cast, I cast Joe first. Because of right. that, uh, because of that, f- that you know, beautiful <laughs> foot movement thing, and uh, he uh, he just fluffed up the first physical gag in the film, Frank. So uh, we had to get Kieran in. Yeah. So yeah. So for those who don't know about Frank, would you mind explaining what it is and where it came from? Frank, <laughs> Frank is a short film that uh, Joe Parham, myself, and Turtle Canyon Media, which is a small company run by Stuart Laws, um, made last year. Can you get Stuart Laws on this? Because he has football on a Saturday. Uh, yeah. Well, is that comedian's uh, football? I, I think it's just... Big... It's just his football. I think it's just right. his football, yeah. yeah. Real boys' football. I do football on Saturday. You used to do football I used to do football on Saturday, yeah. Uh, stopped coming. I wasn't good enough. You are missed. I was, really? Yeah, yeah, you are missed. You're, you're a very good defender, Al. I get... I, I run around and, you know, last time I cut my toe open and I uh, haven't Ooh, Oh, I didn't know about that. <laughs> but you're, 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 very loyal. you're very loyal to the side you play for. Thank, well, yeah. No, you, you, bury yourself. you bury yourself every yeah. week. Thanks, guys. That, that means a lot. Well, I feel like I've instigated something here. Like that's a, a real a, moment. I do feel like I might happened. come back. Yeah. Even though I keep interrupting you. No, Kieran and I are here today to try and petition Al to come back to the to the pitch. Yeah. That's what today's about, really. I brought actually. I brought. I brought. Yeah, I brought nothing. Uh, <laughs> the magic of radio. I could have pretended to. Yeah. To some football some, boots. Some, yeah. Some we could have pretended a noise. Here they are. They're walking on their own. Wearing them now, and they feel great. Do they fit? Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, Yes. And now kick this ball. And I'm gonna kick it, and I've kicked it. Oh wow! On the edge. You you scored a goal. (laughs) Have I? Yes, uh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So sorry, it's my Frank fault. Is a Frank, I think we should come back to me doing uh, turtle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it, Frank is Turtle Canyon Productions. Um, you do, you wrote it, didn't you? Uh, Joe and I came up with the story in, okay. a, in a JD Weatherspoons. Ah. Uh, we we line and Mortimer. Yeah, that's yeah, the one. That's good one. We uh, we uh, we co-directed it, and right. Kieran plays the lead role. 
He does. Of Frank, a knight security guard, a recluse who uh, builds a monster for the woman he loves. Because he sees her in the park every day yeah. having her lunch. And she's always she's always dropping her lunch and, and Frank, bless him, tries to work up the courage to kind of approach her and declare his undying love. But it never he never gets there. And so um, one day he comes up with the idea of building a sort of Frankenstein's monster um, that has a nice tray that she can put all her lunch things on so she's not dropping them on the floor anymore. Oh. Sadly, however, the lady in question finds the, the creation a little more alluring than Frank. And she ultimately ends up walking away with him and leaving mm. Frank in the rain. Yes, as night falls. He can't, he can't find his way back home. I mean, that's that's for Frank. That's too. implied. That's, that's Frank too. So that's why it's called Frank then, the Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. I yeah. never thought of that. Okay. Yeah, there's there's lots of stuff to read into it, and um, I mean the fact that Joe isn't here is is a big thing because he he helped he sort of co-wrote it and yeah, it's directed in it. What Joe? <laughs> it's <laughs> what no, Joe. well we got to mention the guy. Uh, it's indicative of what what happens really uh, when you work in a small collaborative group. Somebody eventually uh, is ousted. On, yeah. on this occasion, it wasn't somebody, but it was somebody. There's only so many us. voices. Yeah, come. We're out ousted from Joe's presence. Mm. Yeah, he's never looking back. He's never looking back. So, um, Kieran, and you, as yeah. you know, I was saying earlier, I draw a lot of my experiences from Oprah, and I was enjoying an Oprah interview on Woman's Hour, and it, the tagline of the interview said, um, I've never been asked that question before, and I thought, oh, I'd love to do an interview where someone says, says that. I haven't got one. Um, but I thought, Nick, one of her questions, which was to Oprah about her... Oh, in... someone was asking Oprah something. Yes, the other tables of time. It's very interesting. I bet she clammed up. She's in the new film Butler, and they, she said, "What experience did you draw on to play the, the, the character?" So mm. I asked that question to you for Frank. <laughs> <laughs> so that whole thing of being in love with someone from a distance oh. and not being able to to put that into words. There was this um, there was this girl at secondary school who I pined over for about five years and when when we were in year seven I couldn't bring myself to to, to sort of declare my, my love for her and she was very good at the piano and one week oh. in assembly she played the piano um, every morning the whole week for assembly for each of the different year groups and I would stand outside the hall listening to her playing the piano every every morning and I would um and then I'd run back to, to class for register, but I would always stand there and, and listen to her playing. It was the same piece, day in, day out, but I, I just kind of worshipped this, worship this, <laughs> worship this, this, this beautiful girl. And, um, and now she's your wife. No, yeah. no, oh. I, no, she hates me. She Does really... She, do you still know her? No, I don't. Oh, I, right. I think that's very much her, her, her plan, is right. to not ever to know me. So you never approached, you never... Well, I kind of did. And you dress yourself well, up with the piano. Well, you see, well, you see, in year seven, things were very romantic and sweet, <laughs> but when it got to year ten and eleven... Oh, that's when it things, gets bitter. Things got a bit bitterer. Large, entirely my fault. No, I was I was just a kind of creepy guy when I was 15, which was also something that Frank is, I think. Yeah. Is there a well, there's, there's, a good, there's a good intention behind it, but if you if you were to look at it with a, under, a, under a bright lens, yeah. then that's not a thing. Um, but if you look at if you cold, <laughs> yeah. the in the cold, cold light of day, day in the yeah. cold light of day <laughs> if you were to walk into Frank's room you go what a horrible guy right. and that's what I that's what I was as a 15 year old but but 
from within, Frank thinks he's he's lovely. Yeah. When you hear that song now, does I that... can't remember. What oh really? Song oh, you got to remember oh, what song it is. Oh, like, we could. If we could play that song to you right now, I'd, would I'd, we see some I'd uh, weep. emotion? I'd weep for for the for the man I I could have been, right? Rather than the man I was. Would you say that's right, Ben? Like, because he's a bit of a creepy character. Is that something you were drawing on? Or yeah, I think not? Kieran Kieran did a really well, an excellent job. I think you really brought a, a great deal of humanity to the character. Oh, <laughs> have a biscuit. I've had like five. <laughs> and I've had the tray. Yeah, you guys have cleaned out the white chocolate biscuits that have was provided. Yeah, those are the best. I, I had my eyes on them and. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I was sort of surprised the white went first. Um, to be very, very pretentious at this moment. Yeah, go I on. This is your chance. From, from looking in on Joe and from a distance at what Joe and Ben do, because they, make no mistake, they do all the work on these mm. films. Like, Al, Al's, well, Al did a bit of work. <laughs> I did hardly Thanks, any. But Joe and, Joe and Ben's real labour of love for them, you know, months and months of work goes into these things. Yeah. And... Looking in on them, I think the thing that fascinates both of them is is process and mm. oh, creation. Right, okay. And both of, both the bird and Frank are about people creating something, about yeah. people assembling lots of little bits. Like Frank, um, he makes this creature out of baskets and and old bits of shopping trolley and all this kind of thing. And I remember direct when we were filming it, Ben was really keen on showing me drilling everything and chipping the wood yeah, and, and filing that, yeah. them, filing the metal and I think that, that um that's really what Joe and Ben kind of um love to focus in on is is people's minds working on building something that they, they don't really know the end of. Um and, and then it kind of coming and to coming to life and taking over. Because mm. both uh yeah, moving on to the bird, um both no there's no audio, is there? There's no speaking no, really. No, it's no. music, yeah. Um, and Which makes it, and, and Alistair plays. Oh, what's your the name of your character? Sorry, Kieran. Kieran. Yeah, he's just uh, to get confusing. Yeah, very confusing. Well, let's say you played you the. I mean, I'm I I've seen it, and other people won't have seen it because yeah. it's not allowed to be out, is it? No, um, no, no, because of all the scenes towards the end of the film. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. The, uh, the <laughs> My brutal, lawyers in no, the constant oh, negotiation of really? the brutal killer. Yeah, yeah. the brutal animal killer. Is, is it going to be part yeah. of a festival? Is that right? Or? Yeah. So uh, the birds, which is the second film that we all collaborated on, uh, is being sent off to festivals at the moment. Uh, we're particularly keen for it to get into Sundance and Raindance. Brilliant. And, uh, Kieran, uh, the film Kieran was in, Frank has gone off to the festivals, right. and you can now see it online ah. on, uh, on, on on the old Vimeo machine. I will put a link at the bottom of this podcast, don't worry. Ah, People lovely. can find it. One of those. One of those. Very professional. Yeah. yeah. It's like we're on TV and I can point uh, and go, just call the number below. Uh, no, it's not like that at all, Hattie. Um, yeah, go on, sorry. So, uh, the bird, so the bird's got uh, Julia Davies in. It um, does and, and, yeah, sorry, go and, on. And the, and the charming Alistair. And, and, and me and that bird. Uh, what was the name of the bird? Uh, well, there were two birds, but oh, we, pre- right, we pretend yeah. they're one. That's right, uh, yeah. I think uh, they're maybe Ernie, three. Ernie and Arthur. Yeah. Or, oh, it's two. 
Yeah, and this this family lives with all these animals uh, all together in a house, and they came. They were the nicest people in the world. Absolutely, the what, a, what a life! I, I want to ask so many questions about it, but I don't. But I know it's going to ruin stuff for people. So, <laughs> right, interview over. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, because those birds. How did you get like them? I'm asking silly questions. How, None at it all. Seems um, like the same bird. So how the hell did you get the bird? Are they, is there like an agency for? Trained birds. They're, they're, well, remarkably, yes. Uh, Joe, Joe wrote uh, the script, The Bird, and uh, it was definitely going to be more ambitious than Frank, which, uh, as we briefly touched upon, was mm. a, a short, silent film. Mm-hmm. Uh, not having dialogue in something, in certain respects, technically makes it easier to make. Right. But uh, when, when we had to have a bird, that, that required me effectively spending a week calling up every bird handler wow. in Britain. And finally settling upon uh, Lloyd and Rose Buck, who were, above all uh, anything else, just extremely passionate <gasps> about birds and yeah. had an, an, a wealth of knowledge on, uh, on how, to, how to use them in, 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 in films. And uh, they were just remarkable, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Joe's original... Um, just leave me with this. I remember Joe originally envisioned a loud having <laughs> a robin... The original script was a robin, and he rang up lots of these bird handlers and said, can I get a robin? And they said, no, because robins die in captivity. You they can't, do. No, nobody can keep a robin. Ah. Nobody has one in a cage because it, it, it will die. So he had to settle for... We, a starling. We, a took, starling. we chose starlings, which, uh, which are those birds that um, congregate and uh, fly off... Mm. In these huge sort of swirling, whirling clouds of birds, but they're, they're so basically they're... they can train it because there's one bit where it's on on, on uh, Julia's hand. That's right. So they can train it to do that. That's amazing. Yeah, they were they were really remarkable. Yeah, they, they were. They so knew exactly well... what they were doing. They were they're extremely professional. Yeah. and um, you know when one of them had too much to eat, they just swapped it in with the other, and uh, took a while. Yeah, but yeah, I was watching that. I thought, oh, I bet that's a kind and of was time. and was uh, the most expensive thing on set. I mean, they were there for three hours, yes. and they cost uh, half the budget. Yeah, but they do well. Just in general, like I've worked with like dog handlers and stuff like that, and because you have to, you know, you are paying for the dog and the handler, and yeah. It made me rethink. I was, I was involved in a, in writing a comedy script where the final scene was um, a show a production of Cats performed by cats. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we thought, well, yeah, this will be good. Just just hand it in to some people. Yeah. I think that that would be a probably the most expensive <laughs> scene in the world, and uh, would B would take about a week to. I uh, to I, I did a thing a couple of years ago, and it was like an ep- it was an episode of a program, and it was about a dog club. <laughs> And so there were these scenes with uh. with about fifteen different dogs, and the idea in the script there was something very ambitious, like oh they will all walk in a circle behind one another. Like in the end, <laughs> they they couldn't even sit. Right, yeah. you'd be like sit, and they'd all just sort of walk around the room, uh. and and in the end we just we just gave gave up on that aspect. It's a nightmare, of the yeah. yeah. All my scripts, was, was, uh. zookeepers had to had to cut that. Well, the, the, yeah, the, the mighty boosh got got round that by just dressing up as the animals. Yeah, that's what you got to do. You got to do it yourself. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. a shame. We had this dog that was... The thing was, he was meant to be a naughty dog. So, actually, we would have been better getting a dog that was just off the street mm. because he was almost too good. So, we, he needed to be, like, pulling on, you know, so the guy who's 
his arm was like, you know, oh, get, get, you know, get down, um, Andy, you know, his dog was called Andy, get down, Andy, get down, Andy. But he had to fake it all, so he had to sort of do these shots where his hand's sort of struggling. <laughs> oh, but when you look down, you know, the dog's Very just sitting classic. there like that, and he just, he just wouldn't, it was like, just be a dog. No. He doesn't know how to be a dog anymore. Well, there's the dog it's in the artist, isn't there, which... Is absolutely oh, yeah. extraordinary the things they make that dog. That dog and the real chemistry between the dog and the yeah. guy. I thought. What? What's this? In the artist, like the dog is essentially the the second character after ah. the, after the guy. Not seen that. It's it's very good. Oh, what about the mostly mostly the dog? The well, there's the, there... that's a big <laughs> problem. <laughs> I don't think it's a story about a guy and his dog. I think it's about him and his dog. Maybe. What was that? I haven't seen that film Homeward Bound. Well, oh, that's that's about Michael J. Fox's voice. Two, yeah, two dogs and a cat, and they yeah. they get dropped off at some farm. I can't remember why. Yeah, uh, and they they're determined to return they have to, to, go to home. the humans. And homeward bound too. They get dropped off somewhere else. They have to go. <laughs> Stop <laughs> dropping them. Stop dropping them off. What about Beethoven's? the Beethoven's? Yeah, yeah. six of them. Yes. It can definitely be done. I like the dog yeah. talking films though. Yeah, oh, animal talking films. I like them. Yeah. Well, they do that. You see, they get around the whole canine thing with CGI. No, I don't yeah, know. I think it looks weird. I don't like to see a cat yes. speak words. <laughs> no, just, no. just get Michael J. Fox in and just show us the face, and uh, that's enough. Well, the face of the dog. There was um, the look, look who's talking now. Was the same idea, wasn't it? Yeah. It was um, you just you just his film the dog and record a voice. Yeah, that's the better. Saying, I think. I'm a dog or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's all I want. <laughs> That's all we want. Yeah. From any exactly film. with the next film, Ben. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be Al voicing uh, a myriad of, of uh, creatures. Of animals. I'll do that. Get me in to do that. I'd happily do uh, that. And Kieran as his human co-host. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I think that would be great. But you're, you're, Kieran, you're a bit of a voices man. I mean, you... Because you, you're... For those who don't know, you're a character comedian yes. as well as an actor. Yes. There's been lots of big things. Am I allowed to say? Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen Alpha Papa yet. I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right. You're in I, it. I, I get no royalties, so it doesn't. No. Um, <laughs> Who do you play in that? I play. Um, I think his name is Exec. Uh, right. I think it's the funniest joke, and I haven't told you yet. But I think it's the funniest bit in the oh, that's in the right, whole that's, film. That's, that's hilarious. Kind of um, so I'm 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 in it for about a minute or two, near the beginning, and um, I get hit across the face by a leather glove wielded by. By Alan Partridge, Ooh. and that was a that was a very fun day. I bet back in back in January this year. And did you meet manage to meet Steve Coogan? Yeah, I spent like yeah. eight hours in a room with him. Wow! And he um, he knows what he wants. Yeah, and it was obviously you know it was very much like he was he was in the driving seat. Oh wow! Like you know, if he if you didn't do it right, he didn't pull his punches. He was like, no, that's not that's not it. Yeah, do it better. Okay. Oh, God, he'd actually slap you in the face then. Well, he did. I mean, he, 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 like, because we did have many takes, maybe so he slapped me probably about 20 times. Mm. And he apologised profusely after each time. So, I'm oh, sorry, did that hurt? I said, yes, but it doesn't really. <laughs> <laughs> it's a film, you know, we have to, like, the better it looks, you know, that's kind of what's most important. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, that was a, an amazing day. Teenage Kieran was very happy with me um, on that day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Explain um, that teenage Kieran has got uh, life goals that he's set out for you, and uh, you're uh, you're, you're, a, you're, a, you're a working harsh, way through them. A hard <laughs> judge. He's got a lot of things that um, that he that he sort of set out um, to do, 
and occasionally I'll, I'll make him happy by, by doing something. Can I'd like to see you talk to teenage Kieran, you know, as a radio interview, maybe, maybe some other time. <gasps> okay. Yes. I mean, do you think you could do that for us now? Why didn't you ask Pete? Um, uh, okay, what would you... Uh, what I think teenage everyone should Kieran, do this. Everyone has to speak to teenage Kieran. <laughs> what would teenage Kieran uh, ask you now, do you think? Um... He'd ask you how, how it's going with that girl, I'd imagine. Yeah. I think, he, I think he knew which way the wind was blowing. <laughs> um, that it wasn't going to end well. <laughs> Maybe he'd ask you for advice for the girl. What would you say? I'd say, clear out. <laughs> I'd say... Clear out. I'd say, aban- abandon ship, you know. <laughs> get out of there. Uh, stop, ruining, the piano stop, girl. stop ruining her life, is what I would tell him. Mm-hmm. I'd say, just, just enjoy being a teenager. Enjoy... Um, bike rides and running around and, um, and and discovering music for the first time. So do all the things rather than rather than mooning over some over some girl who, <laughs> hates, who, who hates you. And just, mooning uh, some girl. Mooning, I'm thinking. No, mm. mooning over. Mooning over. I never I never mooned her. But um, yeah, I just I just tell him to to enjoy himself a bit more, not worry. But I'm sure that's what we'd all tell our, our teenage. teenage selves. Were you a bit stop, of a morbid stop, teenager? Stop worrying so say? much. No, I had I, 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 fantastic times as a teenager, yeah. but you're always, you know, we're all, we're all overthinking everything yeah. and, and very anxious to, um, to to do everything all at once yeah. and to impress everyone at school and, and, and do all the things that you're supposedly meant to do. I remember watching American, uh, like, party films, like American Pie and stuff American when I was, like, 15, 16, <laughs> and really thinking that this was what I ought to be doing, what yeah. I had to do, and... Putting your what's it in a pie... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, spoiler alert, Hattie. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but did, did you not get that? I Where... really didn't like American Pie, I think, yeah. Um, yeah, for exactly the same reason. It, it tells you what it wants you can't to really do. relate, I can imagine. I, I've not been a teenage boy, but... Those sorts of films were really in a, in, a, in a heyday when everyone was having parties, yeah. uh, house parties, and you kept hearing about, oh, um, such and such got with this person at this party and we were really drunk. You're like, oh, I have to do that. I, have mm. to, I must go there because that sounds like the best thing in the, in the world and I'm just a really sad person for not getting drunk at someone's house and getting off with someone else. And so you, you so- expend so much mental energy trying to trying to get in and do that and, yeah. it, and it's not fun I remember because obviously you hate the taste of alcohol and no girl wants to talk to you <laughs> and that was the case for many years that's what makes you it's all great comics you see later on <laughs> being the outcast slightly but, but so it's a question for you all um, did you all want to do comedy when you were like teenagers then was that yeah always since you were yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, not at all. No, <gasps> I completely fell into it. I love that Ben. And I'm, I'm, I'm scrabbling to get out. <laughs> <laughs> How rapidly. did you fall into it? Uh, I, I, I uh, oh gosh, I wanted. Well, I was to, on the stag night. I was on stag night <laughs> uh, with Kieran and Al because uh, you know we didn't uh, get our fill in our teenage years. Try and learn anything if you think to have uh, you don't, know, jumped don't to tar conclusions. Al is, oh, yeah, I a lot of stories I could tell. I wanted to work with people and I wanted to do fine art. And uh, okay. I think that I found a crossover in comedy. There are people there and it's kind of art, but not really. Maybe. Your, your first job requirement is very easy to meet. Yeah. People. Are there people doing <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. 
So it's very true. I, Do my, you mean like kind of nice or people that you're on the same wavelength as? Or? I, I guess uh, I was well, I was applying for medicine and I wanted to really I wanted to care for people. Oh. And then when I went, this is this is I mean it's a sort of a ridiculous leap, but after's the best medicine. You've gone yeah. down a sort ah, of Pat Adams route now. <laughs> yeah, going around <laughs> hospital wards with a big red nose, going cheer up. Pat Adams got no up so much. It's not a million miles from my act nowadays. This sort of sad Euro clown. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, just yeah completely fell into it. There's actually there's been a lot of comics, haven't they? That they they've been in. Um, in the art world or in the sort of doctoring world. Harry Hills was um, He was a doctor, wasn't he? Paul Sinner, I Paul think, Sinner. Was a, worked as a doctor. Mike was Was he? Yeah. He's a geriatrician. Mm. Grand Chapman. Geriatrician. Grand Chapman. Yeah. Doctor. I think so, yeah. <laughs> Joe Brown was a, obviously, people psychiatric. Know, a psychiatric nurse. nurse. Yeah. Um, I did care work when I was younger, <laughs> but that was just for money. I didn't really care. <laughs> There was no caring. I've never cared for anyone. Haven't you? No. Do you think it's a caring business? People with a lot of love to, to share? Do you think they go into comedy or, or what? Do you think comedy is a caring yeah. business? Absolutely not. Uh, no. No, no one Cut cares about it. No Cut one cares throat. about anything. Yeah. The, the performer doesn't care no, about the audience. The audience don't care about the performer. The MC doesn't care about well, no, the, clearly the, not. people's names. People's names. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know what you mean, Alistair. In a way, you'd like to think that they're... Co- comedians are caring to the audience for them yeah. to have a good... I like to think that that's why I do it. <laughs> I don't know, I'm getting more bitters, but... <laughs> Coming back to Frank and the Bird, and again, yeah. sort of... Um, Always come back to Frank and the Bird. <laughs> admiration for Ben and Joe, it's that thing of, on a, on a relatively small-scale project where there's, there's, you know, you and the Turtle Canyon guys in control of more or less every aspect of it. That's where the care yeah. really is, is manifest. You're not... Going through any number of hoops with with TV channels or, or, or all these all these Absolutely. hundreds of different things people you have to satisfy and yeah. emails flying back and forth, it's a it's a group of people who, because they're limited maybe on resources, mm. test, spend the time looking after every single thing and, and they've got a, the freedom to make sure that it's exactly how they want it. Yeah, and you can you can really tell that with the the, the endless weekends editing and all this kind of thing that you and Joe would do. Well, I think ultimately, I mean, that's about as uh, as good as you can get making stuff, to have as much control as possible over the, uh, the final product. And that's what excited me about working on the films, was the small team mm-hmm. and collaborating and everybody putting their egos aside for, for a bit to try and make choices that uh, ultimately result in hopefully the best thing. Mm. Uh, and I think they both both films reflect well on everybody. <laughs> oh, this is a real... just like giving me a, a slightly lost look there. I'm, I'm, <laughs> a, lost, I'm a lost boy, like Bradley Walsh. Um, this is like a lovely sort of pat on the back for everyone. It's, loving, it's yeah. a loving. Al, you were so great. Al, oh, you, so you were so great. Gosh, I mean, I genuinely mean it. I probably came across there slightly. Uh, no, no, but but yeah, no. I, I think you're absolutely right. You you and Joe put. And you know the guys from Tottenham yeah, no, put so much into great, it, and we just turned up, you know, for a day, for a day. two days filming, and it's our faces in the in the shots. So yeah, you do feel a bit uh, guilty. Yeah. I think uh, we uh, the film The Bird requires Al to wear this uh, cumbersome and hideous bird costume, and, yeah. uh, and Kieran 
you know, and Frank was uh, left in this room full of tats. So, uh, you know, you guys have been through the ringer a bit. <laughs> yeah, don't want to put Kieran in a room full of tats. But yeah, I, wearing that costume, because it was a long day and sometimes I got a bit stressed and I realised that every time I got a bit stressed and I was in this ridiculous bird costume, I was, I, you know, I, I couldn't get angry because I looked absolutely, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. What the hell you doing? There was yeah, a there massive was a, bird costume. There's a, there's a scene in the bird where uh, Al's character is uh, contemplating his situation in his bedroom on the bed <laughs> and it was it was impossible to have you sit up wearing that costume in ah. bed it yeah. just physically wasn't possible and so it was uncomfortable these... but you know at least oh, I wasn't gosh. in a room full of tat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> instead of that shut up about yeah. that yeah. <laughs> <Shut up laughs> the room bringing back painful <laughs> memories for the man <laughs> but I think with a lot of with a lot of things, I don't know how much people do care about them. No. <laughs> oh, what? All right. You mean... Not about... It's to say out of contrast. <laughs> people thinking about this. Well, you know, I guess what it depends... When people are making something, yeah. I, I right. think a lot of... You but know, that depends whether it's... You do watch some things you think no one who made this cared about it. No. But that depends whether it's their baby, like they've mm. had this idea for years or something and then they've finally got it made or if they've just been paid to do it, I yeah. think. But that sounds awful to say that, but it shouldn't be like that. You should care about everything you make and if you don't, you know, like the look of it, then don't make it. But, um, you know, fortunately, you've got to pay the bills. So I think right. maybe sometimes that's... What... I'm not speaking from experience, by the way. Well, Hattie, you just made a, you've just made a sitcom. Oh. You must have cared an awful lot about that. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, no. I was gonna, I was gonna say to you, like, it, the the most, it, one of the most interesting experiences for me, like being somebody behind the scenes and stuff, was being open to other people's suggestions and, and learning that, like, oh, oh, I can't control everything. Mm. Then you know, and I and I think that is where um, a lot of maybe other shows make mistakes. Uh, uh, you know, where they haven't done so well. This is me completely guessing, by the way, but I just know from stuff people have said to me that I think that, you know, whether it be a writer and they... Because you have a vision and it's being able to be open to, to those that... You know, I, I, I've not directed before, so of course I'm going to be open to director's suggestions, but if you're a bit inexperienced and you're, like, precious about your writing, I can see how other writers would go, no, that's how it's got to be. And actually you've got to, you have got to trust a bit in, in directors and producers that... No better than you, as much as it's hard to. Some things you have to stick with, but I guess yeah. you didn't really have it. Did you have a bit of that with with making your shows, or? Uh, we found. Uh, I mean, we discussed every uh, every choice or the options that led to a choice. Um, but, but you got to die. So you you wrote it and directed, didn't you? So. Uh, the the bird was written by Joe. Right. I'm oh, sorry. And we directed it together. Right. And we found that we had skills that. Yeah, allowed us to work separately on different elements of the film. Yeah, uh, Joe particularly focused on working with uh, Al and Julia and the characters, and I focused more on the visual aesthetics mm. and the music. Um, oh right, okay. And bringing you know uh, a, a tone to the writing. Yeah, I guess. But that's lovely. Everyone, everyone knows their skills. That's what. Yeah, all about. I, I totally agree with you. And I'm, I'm finding that, like, sometimes people's skills can be so specific that it comes down to, oh, this is a sort of line that I can't write. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll 
choose this this person to write this line because yeah. I can't think it's just such a specific uh, skill but but a lot of it is knowing who can do what yeah. best and, and that sort of collaborative Is that thing. how you work with sheets then? I often yeah. wonder how it works in sketch groups Oh definitely, right. yeah, I mean we, we tend to write um, individual sketches, individual scenes but they'll, if there's, there's a bit that's like I, I can't phrase this well or you know I don't think that, that you know this is in my Wheelhouse, uh, was it wheelhouse? So that's kind of American way of, of um, oh, phrasing it. Wheels, that's not in my wheelhouse. Horses, horses for <laughs> courses. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that, that kind of thing. Um, See, yeah, I'm a shit. Wheelhouse is that? Wheelhouse is something to. Is it on the ship? Well, it's I like this, yeah, it's, it's like in Titanic. It's like the bridge, isn't it? Where oh. the wheel is, you oh. steer the ship. So it's not like a. So you're saying I can't, I can't steer the ship, you steer it, kind of thing. Possibly. Get in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Get in my wheelhouse. Uh, you take my, my wheelhouse because I can. Yeah. Get in my wheelhouse. Um, <laughs> it's terrible. It's not a, form, it's not a <laughs> Formula One reference to a house of tyres for, for different conditions. No, well, I don't know. I mean, wheelhouse, I may have invented a word. But, uh, <laughs> I like I it. Think, well, uh, I really hope you have. Oh. Um, um, yeah, but yeah, I'll just, I'll just tell the other guys to do that because I can't. I know I can't. Be aware of your own failings. So essentially, <laughs> with, with your sketch group, Sheeps, you, uh, you, you pass, pass, pass on the writing and the acting and you just kind of watch. Well, well sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes you're not even there. Sometimes I'm not there. No. <laughs> I just let them get on with it and um, I let my agent tell me when I need to do the shows and then <laughs> do them and then leave. I've never, <laughs> never hung out with them so socially, that, uh, no. Your agent's Pippa at... Um... Pippa at, yeah, <laughs> break a leg. How, how is the sheeps? Because are, are, are you gigging? No, we're, we're not or? gigging, but well, we've, we've got a gig coming up on the 13th of December, which is our Christmas show at the, oh. at the Tabernacle. Um, so yeah, a sneak plug or cheeky plug for yeah. that this should be out by tomorrow or Monday so get it I want all plugs well there's the whole thing about plug 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 right um, but uh, yeah no we're, we're going to do Edinburgh Festival next year okay because you did you not you didn't do it this year did we you we took a break yeah yes because um, I saw your show um, oh so that would have been when was you in the... Yeah, I think it was your first year when you were in the Pleasance. Um, uh, yeah, that, um, we were in the Pleasance both room. years. But yeah, I think the, the first one was quite small. The hot, mm. like, yeah, really hot. Too hot. Um, I was just covered in sweat. It was, <laughs> that, it was magnificent to watch. Really? Just you, the sweat? You, the sweat pouring off you around the 45-minute mark. That was the, the first, first time I saw you. That's what you right. want as an audience member. You don't want, no. you know, a funny show. You don't want something with, with wonderful <laughs> You want to see you want, you, want, you want to see a performer go through the ring, and you yeah. want to see him work for Wet. that. I do think there is a time though when the sweat is too much and, and the laughs start to die down, um, just because you know <laughs> someone needs to put a towel on this man's right. face. Um, but yeah, way too hot, a real hot box. That, that was the first time I saw you. I was uh, I'm going to name drop now, but I did see your film, uh, your film, your show with Daniel Kitson. Right. Um, I, my my friend's a good friend with me, and he was like, "Oh, I've got this ticket," and I was like, "Oh, I'll come," sort of thing, uh-huh. and. Um, we ended up seeing two shows together that day, which was like, it was that one, he absolutely, and he absolutely, you probably know that he's a big fan of yours. He was really nice yeah. after that show, which is obviously amazing, because he's he the best. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he's, yeah, just just to see him laughing was just, you know, incredible. Um, oh, he didn't, yeah. didn't, I was there, but he didn't know me then. I, I was know, sat I there laughing know. as well, oh, right, well thank I, you. I had Miriam Margulies come and see my show this year, and she sat on the front row and fell asleep. <laughs> oh, beautiful! 
That's my claim to Well, obviously, least, everyone's had that. But, celebrity uh, adulation. Everyone's had Miriam Lightman's fall asleep. Yes. Yeah. Well, occasionally she would, she, exactly. would, she would bestir herself and cackle. She would go... <laughs> Was she really then, asleep? What do you yeah, think? She's she just was, resting her eyes. Not, she was like, the head was down. <laughs> she, was, she was nodding off. Oh no! Um, but I was just so happy that she'd come. And that not put you off, like in the. F- I had to look over her because I'd. Have was just, she in the front? I'd have just, I'd have just cracked. Did you say up. she was in the front? Yes, yeah, <gasps> in the front row. If I, if I'd spent more than half a second looking at Miriam Margulies asleep in the front row, I'd have, I would have been able to carry on. And your show this year, um, what was it called? Flood. It's called Floods. Um, it was a, a one-man journey through a town's flood. Right. Um, I didn't go to any of this year, so that's I've right. got an excuse. That's right. I didn't see it. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was kind of fun. It was trying to do something... Character comedy is, you know, a difficult one because you're not a stand-up. You can't say, hi, my name's yeah. Peter, and what's your name, sir? Oh, great, are we having a good time? You're, it's, for, it's in a way quite artificial, and it's just trying to do something a bit different with it I suppose and that was manifested mm. in a little story that I told through various characters it's sort of a sort of one man play ah. thing and it had good nights and it had bad nights <laughs> and we've all learned a lot from it yes but um yeah tremendous tremendous fun did you always want to do did you start off right from the beginning doing character acts or well, going back to teenage Kieran, ah. he started off... Um, it's a little bit like having somebody <laughs> with them. Uh, come in, come in. Yes, come in. Personality oh, disorder. Yes. <laughs> He's been a big presence. Uh, in I wish you'd do like a little like voice that hasn't broken voice for it or something. <laughs> no, he didn't speak that. <laughs> that was a horse around the house. Um, well, teenage Kieran used to do um, fairly straightforwardly impressions of teachers and sort of impressions of Tony Blair and things like that. So I used right. to do uh, a little ten minute routine of the six o'clock news and I'd be like Brilliant. Um, <laughs> I'd be like, I'm Maura Stewart and um and um now we go over to Ten Downing Street where Tony Blair's saying something and then I do my Tony Blair impression and so forth. So it's almost exactly like my yeah. show this year, switching <laughs> in between. Oh, you could have done your voices. Tony Blair impression when you were talking about Tony Blair's book earlier. Yeah, but it's yeah. a bit old. It's and old. also it was because I did it at the talent show in year seven, so I was this little this little sort of annoying um boy who came along and did these impressions. <laughs> and so for months afterwards I get the hardest lads in the school school in Yorkshire coming up and going, Oh, you're that kid that does the Tony Blair yeah. yeah. Do it then. Oh God. And so I I do it and and, and sometimes I'm like yeah that's good and they walk off appeased and sometimes I walk out it's not that good is it? <laughs> and then Did you I, go to I school in a mine my, or? Fear for my life. <laughs> no. Just in a, in a nice in a, in a nice <laughs> town in rural West Yorkshire. Sounds lovely. Um, it was. Was you all like you know people always go oh I was the class clown at school you know in interviews you know Desert Island Disc or something but was it was you all sort of funny kids at school? Or? Um, no, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed that point. No, no I don't <laughs> think so. I, yeah, I, you were, you, were, you were school plays actor. Yeah, I, I, I did school. Yeah, I, I guess I came more from sort of um, doing lots of plays rather than being funny but I don't know how much being funny in real life has to do with going on no. it's, it's a weird desire to just get up and mm. and want to make people laugh yeah so I, I don't know yeah, I don't I, know what the relation I, is. I got all my social capital when I was little from 
watching the previous night's Harry Enfield or mm. Red Dwarf or whatever and memorising the dialogue and just coming into school and, and doing all the doing all the things to people. And that was where that was sort of my in in, in I terms remember of friendship group. Acting out uh, Vic and Bob's Big Night Out and mm. stuff and me and my friend you said you know, we could act it yeah, word exactly. for word. Yeah, exactly. But I don't I was thinking about this the other day because I've been doing a bit of like self discovery, create this creative course, don't ask. Teenage. <laughs> teenage. <laughs> don't know. Yeah, teenage There's a lot of this, there's a lot of this talking to your inner child. Oh talk yeah. about it off there. Anyway, um and uh, and it's my, and at one point it sort of depressed me because I was like, I don't think I was a funny child. Like where's this need to be funny and that come from and then obviously you know you dig deeper and you're like well all my family are hilarious and obviously it was like at mm. home just always being funny but then someone from school contacted me just out of the blue we were just talking about old days and she's oh it's so nice to see you're doing so well she's basing this on facebook so i don't know why. but she's like you were always so funny at school i remember you doing your mr bean impression <laughs> that, was like, that was it yeah. i was bloody funny at school i think it was the old pens routine you know, do you remember? No, which one's There's that? There's a sketch where he's, um, he's do- I think he's doing an exam or something, and he's just, Oh, yeah. And he just keeps getting pens out, and I think, Ooh. yeah, he's got another pen, um, <laughs> and he just gets, like, loads of pens out, and I, obviously, I was, I didn't know, but I was dyslexic at school, so anything to get out of work, you see, so yeah. I was obviously entertaining her with just a little pen routine, <laughs> but I was like, yes, I did do something yeah, funny. We've got about ten minutes left, so... I haven't talked about any of the... So I, sometimes I like to talk about topics, but then they sort of go out of date if you make it too topical. And there isn't really... And then this is what I was saying to you about, like, I always flip through the paper and I, I was saying to my boyfriend, like, I, I, I should find, like, oh, you know, funny topics that are going on, but I'm... When I'm flicking through the paper, I'm always drawn to the morbid. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's not really the topic, but that's what I want to read. St. Jude's Storm... Yes. Yeah, that was a disappointment. That was a very yeah. But that's what we're not going to talk about it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's why I'm drawn to read. But like, this is not helping research for the show, Hattie. Um, but you know, but I am drawn to them. But when I say morbid, also I do love a good cry. On like, I love a documentary that's a good cry. Do you like a good cry? Documentary, no. I know a lot of people are watching. Starting to lose women now, isn't it? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I haven't seen a, a documentary that's made me well up recently. Uh, well, I was mentioning this in in the Star Cafe down the road. Um, educating Yorkshire recently, really. Oh, um, yeah. Nearly, nearly brought oh, the nearly. waters up. Yeah, because I'm a I'm a grown man. Don't don't cry. Yeah. Um, but that was again sort of going back to that. That was very kind of. Reminiscent yeah. of, of, of things, and those are fun. I thought teenager, The final episode really reminded me because um, <laughs> when I was um, when I was fourteen, I was an Asian boy with a very um, severe stammer. <laughs> and oh, I saw that one. Um, yeah. that made me go. Yeah. yeah, that was really really powerful. Um, and it, it and the girl that got pregnant. Did you see that one? I missed that one. Oh, sorry, I'm just giving away spoiler alert. I'm terrible interview. Aren't I? <laughs> I doubt it's. No, I, 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 no. I'll, I'll that made me cry just in the way of like, oh no, another one, you know. <laughs> anyway, um, I think that's a very powerful documentary, you know. Oh, it's really good. Real lives and things, and I, you know, just just goes to show that teachers do a very important job, far more important and useful than comedians. I do. Yeah. I, I do watch. Yeah, I do watch because uh, I, I was. Um, uh, TA for a while, teacher assistant, not territorial army. And uh, I'm so I am sort of watching that program. I'm thinking, mm, the teachers weren't like that when I was <laughs> working or when I was at school. Having cameras everywhere in yeah. the school will probably motivate you to be to to really 
give it your they all. They do seem yeah. so like cool. Teach have you guys seen this program? No, I haven't haven't seen that one. Uh, but Made in Chelsea makes me you know, well up. <laughs> Does it make you well up? I just hope that they get through it all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've so many problems. Yeah, I know. Do you watch telly? Are you big telly people? Or? Just just tends to be scripted comedy at the moment, I guess. Yeah. It's a bit boring. But yeah, no, I, I don't watch that much um, uh, documentaries. Uh, I'm a big film buff. I love films. So I find myself watching them mostly. Aww. You had a lot of references, didn't you, for the bird? I was like, oh. No. <laughs> Did you um, watch it? I went to see Gravity this week. That's how good, isn't it? Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Again, I'm not going to say anything because I'm terrible for giving stuff away. But um, It's, uh, yeah, really Hollywoody, but really good, I thought. Someone said it was cheesy. I don't think it's cheesy. I no. don't think it's any more twe- tweezy than, um, you know, at 2012. I mean, that was just awful cheesy, you know. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, not the, the comedy uh, show. The, uh, no, not the... Yeah. Oh, I love 2012, the comedy yeah, show, yeah. yeah. Why that didn't get big, bigger notoriety? I it's back. I Is it back? It's got a second series, oh, oh, but, wow. but of a different... Um, oh, no, should like the Commonwealth? Yeah. <laughs> I bet we're... I've heard about that. <laughs> he heard it on the grapevine. <laughs> I went into the cinema to watch 2012 on my own, and the woman, uh, the... the, the Ticket. I said one ticket for 2012, please. She gave me a ticket. I went to the cinema, and it was she'd give me a ticket for an education. Oh. <laughs> the Carrie Mulligan coming of age story. <laughs> well, I wanted to see oh. um, tidal waves in the Himalayas. Did she look at you and go, "He needs to see an education"? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Send this one, another one into an education, please. <laughs> I went back the next day and watched 2012. Oh, so you did actually go and watch it? Yeah, yeah. Awful film. Terrible. It's really Much bad. Worse. And education was very good. <laughs> do you go to the cinema or not, Ben? Or just, just do. illegally download? <laughs> I, I'm going to incriminate myself here. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I do. I go to the cinema a lot. Yeah. Um, and tend to turn up at uh, people's houses and borrow DVDs as well. Oh, you can have a little look at mine. Oh, that's That's not, re- not really anything. <laughs> Why are you staring at What's going on there? There was a step. Does he owe you a DVD? You know, there's been a lot of tension going on. Yeah! All the time. suddenly just locked eyes like, you've still got my... I thought Karen was going to say something. DVD. I was, was going to say that um, Ben is rare in that when he borrows a DVD, he will he will watch it very um, diligently and then return it properly rather than, oh, can I borrow that? And they don't even watch it in the day. Yeah, I've got that. Yeah. Most, most people, including myself, would do. But Ben is... Ben will watch the film and then watch... read the Wikipedia article and then wow. talk to you about it. And um, say, what do you think of this? And do you watch like, the director's know. cut and all that kind of... I do now, yeah. I'm one yeah, of those, I like the uh, director's cut. Yeah, uber-pretentious folk. <laughs> uh, yeah, but... You should do one for the bird. I think you have. Um, have you? Yeah, we, we have. Bird, yeah. I'm editing it at the moment. <gasps> oh, I love the director's cut. Anyway, uh, anything else we want to you want to plug? Have you, she, oh, you said the. I've Christmas done my one. plugs. Yeah, uh, we got a little plug for the Star Cafe as well, which I quite enjoyed. That yeah. was a really sneaky plug. But uh, no, I'm uh, I've finished with my plugs. Finished with plugs, Ben. Any, are you are you stand up in much at the moment? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm writing a, a new show. Oh so wow, for Edinburgh. Yeah, I'm looking <gasps> forward to uh, to schlepping that around. <laughs> schlepping that baby out. And uh, and and and. I look forward to meeting the 50 or so audience members who might come and see that, I hope. <laughs> uh, and Joe and I will be working on uh, and some new films. <gasps> yeah. So, there we go. What about you, Karen? Karen, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, I'm working on a new 
show like Ben. Is it called um, Teenage Kieran? Sorry, it, has <laughs> might, it might be. <gasps> oh, um, it might be now. I don't, yeah, I don't know. but yeah, I've, I've, um, I'm, I'm doing that on like the 16th of December at the Canal Cafe. Come along. Oh, that's 16th. a plug. That's a plug. Yeah, brand new hour, kind of. A brand new hour. Yeah. Oh my god! It's impressive. That's making me feel sick. You haven't seen it. It's not well, well, impressive. Um, so yeah, that's that's fine. So we're, we're all going to be in Edinburgh then. Yeah, oh, yes. I am as well. Oh really? Yeah, first was, time for a while. Very lonesome this well, year. Hey, that's the thing. It was a difficult fewer, year this fewer year. Fewer people going up. I thought I was going to be lonesome because everyone I know keeps like dropping like flies, going, "Well, oh, I might do." And um, I normally live with a, a great bunch of girls, but I think there's only one, Jessica Foscu, I think, who's saying she's going to. Uh, Josie's not sure. Um, you still do you still do your climbing with Josie? Yeah, I'm going straight after this. No. Yeah. Got the climbing boots and that's the really climbing. honestly, she looks great from the time. It's really, it's really working for her. And you, of course, oh, it's really. Great. I haven't seen your arms, I've seen her arms, they look great. <laughs> She's a great climber. So, is it lit? Where is the climbing? Well, not, don't actually don't say where it is because you might get stalkers. Um, oh. But teenage Kieran will get uh, in a North London location. But is it literally like a big uh, wall? Yeah, yeah, like, it's, how does uh, it work? Lots of indoor walls, and right. it's kind of like a you know, 3D puzzles. Do you wow, have like? It sounds like a lot of fun. It's great. Yeah. It's Do brilliant. you have obstacles? Is there like people going right? Get up there now. Is it like that? No. Uh, no, it's it's more relaxed. Oh It's right. kind of more okay. like, uh, hey, uh, shall we try this? <laughs> Ah, let's go get a cup of tea. It's more like that. Right. Do you do boulder or do you, or do you rope? Oh, we, Ooh, we, technical we, terms. Technical yes. terms, alert. Uh, we boulder, which means not using ropes. <laughs> not putting you yourself should, in danger. You should do ropes. It's more fun. Climbing up ropes. Yeah, and have, you, have you climbed all of, the, all of the, the hills? I don't know where they are, but is, is that kind of thing? We, we are working our way through those hills, Al. Right. We are. Well, it'll be, so, so uh, I've ever seen a climbing wall. They have all the different holds, little plastic holds. Okay. And they'll be different colours. Yeah. And there's there's methods to that because it means that you have to do a route just following that colour. So it might be that all the green ones are absolutely massive, so it's very easy. But then you do like the yellow ones, and they're tiny, and it's very very difficult. So as the weeks go by, you try and get through all of them. Right. Didn't know that. Good. <laughs> Alistair, did you do any fitness? I, I don't I, I didn't think do this was going to be my I'm question. Do Sorry. Climbing, uh, you do any things. Yeah, no, I don't I, think I, this is what Oprah asks. Sorry. Oprah, oh, we're, we're going to be doing some rowing. Doing some climbing. Uh, oh, yeah, we are, yeah, are going to be doing. Well, I didn't know that we were doing rowing. I signed myself up to what I thought was a canal boat trip that, that, that Kieran has organised, but no, it turns we're, out. We're rowing up the Thames. No! Rowing every day. From Richmond to Oxford. With who? Um, it's sheeps and Kieran and Joe's, I'm afraid. Oh, amazing. It's gonna, it's gonna, I'm gonna die at the end of it. <laughs> it's I mean, every miles, day. 100 miles on the whole of the Thames. Oh, gosh. Have, okay. you, uh, have you got a boat? I've got two boats, two skips. Where from? Um, Thames Skiff High. Another little plug. We're going to create all these fans coming down now to come and watch it. Can I swim as a plug? Yeah, like David Williams. Yeah. Okay, we've got about three minutes. Um, I have a topic I didn't talk about. This is so boring, but uh, the tubes being open at the weekends. Are you for this? Well, twenty fifteen. Yeah, but I mean, it, all those jobs were getting cut, so yeah. it's a bit of diversionary tactics from Bojo. That's my take on it. But it's Ooh. good that the tubes are open. I mean, you yeah, know, it should definitely be open. Like every other city become, has. It. I don't know. Are they become? Are they, are they going to be quite dangerous at, yeah. at night? You reckon? Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, uh, right. and also I feel that the you know the kind of frontline staff are going to get a lot more. You know, boozy, boozy guys yeah. sort of throwing 
stuff. But what about night buses? I mean, like... Exactly, they're just as dangerous. Yeah, but they'll turn the tube, which is the sort of Rolls-Royce service, into the night bus. Yeah, that's true. I quite like the night bus to be this kind of... Ooh, what's going to happen on the <laughs> night bus? Do you like the night bus, though? No. No, not really. N29. I know that's a silly so, question, but yeah. some people have, like, a, I don't know, weird kind of it can be morbid interest with it. I once went on the top deck of a night bus and everyone, like, it was packed, everyone seemed to be talking to each other in the same conversation, just people, mm. just, oh, here we are, what are you Yeah, people can it? get chatty on but it, yeah. it was wonderful. Um, I didn't get involved, but I really was. <laughs> like, I what you mean? I think with the tube being enclosed more, it will have more of a fear thing, I think, yeah. than the bus. I don't know, you sort of feel like I could just jump off if right. there is any bother, doesn't it, I guess? Yeah, yeah. But um, anyway... That's our so view what, on that. See what, see what Bob Pro thinks, really. I, I yeah, I'm like, waiting to take my cues to Bob says something. Yeah. He'd probably say it's some sort of stitch up. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much everything's a stitch up. Yeah. Well, my, my <laughs> line. Not Thoughts on it. Thoughts of Bob Crow. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thanks, guys. Uh, thanks for coming on Hattie's Silly Hour. Um, I'll put all the links at the bottom, but yeah, if people want to go and, and watch Frank, they can. Do you know the link off by heart? Nope. <laughs> Got another link up by heart. Type in Turtle Canyon film. That's true. Frank. Yeah. Into into a search engine of your yes, choice. Of your choice doesn't have to be that. The one. That one. Um, yeah, Lycos. Lycos. Ask Jesus. Ask Jesus. Oh, yeah. We're out of time. So thanks, Alison. Thanks, Bane. Thank you. And thanks, Alison. See you in Edinburgh. Oh yes, come see us all. Me with about ten minutes. Good. <laughs>